This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 110. Today, we're talking about circumstances and what you can do to become the creator of your life. So don't miss out. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders, and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Hi, it's Tracy and Michelle, and you are listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. We're back again. Yes. It's a wonderful, wonderful day. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's been a busy time. It has been a really busy time, and we have been just adding content and doing more work with our coaching program, and today's a real treat because we're bringing to our podcast a lesson that we do that has received rave reviews because it's brought great enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do a master class on this topic. Yes. And, uh, you know, today we're going to be talking about the victim and uh, creator and moving away from being a victim to be a creator of your life. And uh, I think, you know, this is one of those things, you know, how in your life sometimes, you know, you think, I wish I would have known that earlier. <laughs> oh, yes. This is one of them. This is one of those things that's like, oh, when you really realize how this plays out in your life and how often you sit in a victim orientation, it's amazing. It is. I mean, it really is. It's one of those foundational elements to being a healthy person, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I, for me, like I had a coach years ago. And um, she kept telling me about this book and that I should listen to the, or watch the, you know, read this book or listen to the book, whichever was my preference. And I was just kind of blowing her off, blowing her off. And sooner or later, I opened the mail and there was the book. <laughs> so she was telling me something. Hello, Tracy, knocking you on the door. You <laughs> need to read this book, right? And uh, and so I did, and it was like very enlightening. And then I went to a little retreat. Um, where the author of the book really had a retreat and my coach was there and there was a number of other people. I mean, it was just life altering. Yeah. And and for me, the first time I was introduced to it, I was in a dynamic situation, unhealthy dynamic situation at the hospital and our psych nurse brought it to us. And I remember learning about it and having it make so much sense about the situation we were dealing with at the time, but I really didn't apply it to myself. You know, it's easy to learn about things like in a book or in theories mm -hmm. and say, okay, that's how it applies here. Mm -hmm. But this is something that applies to 
everybody throughout your entire life. It does. It really does. And it's like, it's gold, right? Once you, once you become aware, and I think it's like most things. Yeah. Once you become aware of something, right, then you know when you're in it. If you don't, if you're not aware of it, you don't know when you're in it, right? And this is one of those things. And we really believe, this. Is, we believe strongly, we are the creators of our lives. We are. Right? And we can create whatever we want in our lives as leaders, as individuals. And, uh, and so, but you can't get into being the creator if you're stuck in the victim mode. Right. And you're stuck in that doesn't orientation. Work. No, it doesn't, doesn't work it that doesn't. way. It doesn't. And there's some things that come together when it comes to creating your life. Um, there are some key elements that are really play a significant part. Now, some of those are your beliefs mm-hmm. and your thoughts. Uh, so the things that you, you know, you think subconsciously, right. Um, they're kind of ingrained in us and the thoughts that we have, those beliefs and thoughts can really bring out emotions. So emotions is another part of this. Um, and then where we put our attention. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is the choices we make. Mm-hmm. And all of those other things precede the choices. Right. Right. They have a great impact on our choices. Yeah. And yes. it's the choices that you make that create your life. So these is kind of like the string of things, right? That they're all interrelated and they impact each other and they ultimately impact the life that you create. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if you were like most healthcare leaders, you may or may not realize how much your thoughts impact everything that you do and um, how your emotions impact your life as well. And you may be focusing your attention on what's happening, like outside of you, what's happening in your environment, what's happening around you. And you take on this thing about what's happening to you. And we don't really pause to think about what's happening inside of us, internal, our internal state, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and you may or may not realize, like Tracy said, the whole choice thing, that your choices, you know, they're made from the smallest to the largest influences in your cor- course of your day-to-day life and that those emotions you experience and the outcomes you achieve go back to the choices that you make. They're all connected. Yeah, they are. They are. And there's a few things that we might be doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, that maybe aren't helping you. (laughs) So if you're kind of feeling conflicted as a leader, um, you know, you can be operating from limiting beliefs, right? You, you have developed some beliefs based on past experiences that are limiting your options, your choices, or what you believe Mm -hmm. you have, uh, options or choices in your life. And it's kind of like driving down the road, looking in the rear view mirror. It's kind of how I think about it, right? We're always looking at what has been, what was, right? Not not what's in front of us, but what has happened. And that you kind of get that thought that it's always going to be that way. Right. Everything's going to stay this way. You know, it's never going to change. Ever hear yourself say that? Oh, it's never going to change. Yeah. It's going to be this way forever, right? And so you continue to believe that's all that's possible, what you have had, what you have experienced, and you you, you stay stuck in the past. Um. And the more you put your attention on those challenges, those limiting beliefs, on what has been, the more you're going to get of it. And it like attracted. Oh, well, yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is the thoughts and interpretations around those events and the things that have happened, right? Again, it's filtering what you're seeing, what you're experiencing on an ongoing basis. And I think, you know, it's kind of like it keeps you stuck in your circumstances because you are you become a victim of the circumstance, right? And, you know, I, I, so have you ever been disappointed or upset about something 
And that thought just keeps going through your head. You just keep thinking about it and thinking about it. Like you just can't. You can't shake it. You can't break free of it, right? You just keep mulling over. Well, I wish they would have done this or I should have said that or this should have happened or why didn't that happen or why didn't they do this or right? Like you just kind of get this thing going and you stay anxious or fearful or it releases those emotions, right? It creates those emotions inside you and you just stay stuck in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Again, it's focusing on what has been, not necessarily what can be. Right. Right. And and who's to blame for it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's you to start... blame for it? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really, the challenge is you get stuck in this unconscious, vicious cycle that's really hard to break out of. And you start repeating the same patterns over and over again yourself. And again, you may not even realize that you're doing it. It's just it's so ingrained in your subconscious mind and how you think. And before you're aware, you're driven by circumstances. Circumstances drive your life. And um, you're really focused on what's happening in that external world and environment. And it's very disempowering when you do that, right? When you're driven from external forces all the time. Yeah, you're giving your power away. Absolutely. And you're always disappointed in situations and what people are or aren't doing for you. You know, the violin, <laughs> you know, it's that's the focus. And what happens is you can really slip into this victim orientation. And it is how you think. It's how you frame things. And everything is happening to you and is acting on you. And you feel like you just don't even have any control of the situation. It's really not a very fun place to be. No, it's not. But you know, sometimes we don't even realize that we're there. I know. You know, and um, I think a great gift is when somebody can realize it for you, right, and help you to see it. I think that's a, a, an excellent gift. And um, and it, it you do give your power away, and then you're not the creator of your life anymore, right? You're just the victim of the circumstance. So it's just how it's going to be. So the good news is you can change this. Mm-hmm. You can change it in an instant. You know, if you uh, just shift your attention to what you want, right, to internally uh, kind of bring your power back, right, step into your own power and know that you do have agency. You always have choice. You always have agency. So you're never, you know, stuck in the circumstance because you can always do something else. And sometimes it's just shifting your attention away from the thing that is um, that is keeping you held hostage, basically, right? Right. Um, and you know, just um, making that choice helps you make your life. So it's what do you want to create? Because that's it's just about making the choice to think differently, hold different beliefs, move your attention from the rearview mirror to the windshield. Forward. Yeah, and look forward as to what you want and then what are the actions that you want to take to to make that happen. All right, we are going to pause here for a moment since we're about halfway through this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast and share that we are very excited that the doors to our unique Dynamic Balance Bootcamp will be opening soon. Let's face it, as healthcare leaders, you are the unsung heroes of healthcare and you have faced some incredibly stressful and exhausting situations in your personal and professional lives since the onset of the pandemic. We know it's challenging to know how to manage the increasing tension you're experiencing between the demands of your professional and personal lives. That's why we intentionally developed this boot camp for you. 
You will learn why dynamic balance is essential in a short time. Create your own personalized strategy for gaining balance between your professional and personal life that you can implement and get immediate results. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to learn more and sign up to be in our early interest list so you can be the first to know when the doors open. And you know what? We need help with doing that. This isn't like a magic wand where, oh, okay, I just got to switch because it takes, Uh, you have to peel back the onion and how things have been, how you have been. And uh, that's one of the, that's one of the things we teach with our dynamic balance effect framework is we help them shift from the victim orientation to the creator orientation, Mm -hmm. right? And that is a process, um, but it can be done. And one some of the ways that we do that is in pillar number one, which is mindful choices. We really help people step into the identity and the beliefs of the person who is creating the future they desire. Mm-hmm. So they kind of shed the old, kind of step into that new identity they define for themselves. And that helps a lot with looking forward. And then pillar number three, which is personal alignment, it really helps to develop your vision. You have to know where you're going for your future and to get that alignment with your purpose. Um, So that's really, really important. If you aren't aligned with your vision and purpose, it's just so easy to stay stuck in that victim orientation. Mm-hmm. And we have seen tremendous transformation yeah. from like, we're talking amazing leaders already. Yeah. So this goes back to none of us are so special that we don't deal with these everyday challenges. And uh, one story in particular, Tracy, really stood out to me this year. Uh, We had uh, a leader that we've known really for a long time professionally and as a Mm -hmm. colleague. And um, she recognized that she wasn't where she wanted to be. And so she was in our coaching program and some certain patterns were emerging in her life. She had a job she was very passionate about. She worked at a very you know, prestigious university. And she recognized that what drew her there in the excitement for what she brought with her vision and her skill and her talent over time was kind of dwindling away. And all of a sudden, her program wasn't being talked about that much. It wasn't being supported. And so it created a lot of angst between her and other colleagues yeah, within her organization. Yeah, she was really feeling like she was a victim. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like what's, They're not doing look, what they need to do for look, me. Look, look what's happening here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. why is it happening? And there's a lot of frustration about that. And the other thing was that just because of COVID and a lot of other changes, uh, her workload was increasing quite a bit. So then that became a big issue, just the whole workload and yep. piling mo- more and more on. And focusing on that and how heavy that felt. And then, unfortunately, she also got COVID. So that took on a whole other experience and, you know, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. But you can have an identity around having COVID just like you can have an identity around anything else. So at the time when we were working with her and then she was really applying the dynamic balance effect, I think some real light bulbs went on like, wait a minute. I have a choice here and I have to regroup how I feel internally about what I want. And I have 
the ability to change my mind about how things and make different choices. Yeah, that's that was the key thing for her. She realized, wait a minute, I have a choice. I have a choice. I don't have to. I don't have to stay here. I don't. I don't have to do this if I don't. If it's not serving me. Right. 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 Yeah. right. And that just led us down a path of um, seeking additional health care. Um, assistance with her COVID and her symptoms she was feeling afterwards to saying, I can do something else. And then an opportunity knocked on her door. And uh, we have really been enjoying walking that journey with her, including um, having a job offer this last week. So Mm. it was fun. You can really see the energy. Think about the energy too, when you move from heavy victim to light creator and staying in that space and staying very centered and what's right for you. Yeah. And I think too, just, I think just stepping into her power as an individual to make a choice to, you know, um, do whatever was going to be right. And it just so happened a really great opportunity came, but she was prepared to just, you know, to, um, own her power and to make different choices, whatever those choices were going to be. She just knew she wasn't going to be a victim anymore. Like she was done with that. And, and like, like Michelle said, the energy was just phenomenal to watch somebody who was just, you know, you could see it in their body, in their face, in their expressions, just wore down. Right. And just feeling that weight all over them to just a bright smile, uplifted energy, you know, uh, just a whole demeanor changed. So it's a very powerful thing. It is a very powerful thing. And not everybody has that heavy weight stuff, right? So you can be a victim and not have all of that, right? You can play a victim at different in different ways in your life. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily feel heavy. It's just recognizing that it's there, that you're doing it, right? Exactly. Well, and now I'm thinking too, back to her story too. Like, you know, many of our stories is kind of goes back to, how you grew up too. So there's so many patterns that are ingrained in us from from when we were young too that they, they don't just shake off when you turn 18 or 20. <laughs> no, no. And it, yeah. it's just so, it's we're just great bringing this today because yeah. like we said, I wish I'd have known this when I was younger because I think I would have been, you know, different. Um, but you learn things when you need to learn them. Yes. So here I am. <laughs> I'm learning this one. I'm still. And the thing is, it's vigil. You have to. It's you have to be vigilant about it. You do. But let's talk a little bit about. Um, you know, if we shift our attention, it is simple. So this is just like polarities overall, right? They can be simple in the beauty of them. They can be very complex. At the simplest of of ways to deal with this is just to shift your attention, to move your attention internally. To just step into, okay, I have choices. I am in control. I have power. I can make decisions, right? That can take me where I want to go versus I'm stuck here. There's nothing I can do kind of a thing. So here's some things that you can do to kind of recognize when you might be in that victim orientation. Think about what am I thinking? Mm -hmm. What thoughts are running through my head? What am I telling myself? What's the little voice, you know, in my ear saying to me, am I blaming people? Because blame is a sure sign that you're playing victim, right? That there's a persecutor out there that's coming after you, right? It can be a situation, can be a person, can be whatever. It can be something from a long time ago. That, oh, yeah. It doesn't that, have to be today. That right? you're still hanging on to. Exactly. Um, become aware of your thoughts and what you're thinking, mm-hmm. your feelings like that. Um, do you say things like, or think things like, it's not enough, mm-hmm. right? Or, um, or... 
like there's not enough time, there's not enough money, there's not enough, re- like just the not, not enough. enough. That's a circumstance, right? Yes. That is a circumstance. So when we talk about being stuck in circumstances, that can be an example, like organizations, right? There's not enough money to go around. There's never enough resources, or right? Like I don't have time. Um, the other <laughs> thing is what is the beliefs that those thoughts come from? So some of this is like peeling back the layers of an onion, once you start to recognize what your thoughts are and how those thoughts might really be reflecting a victim orientation, you want to think, okay, what is it that I believe that's causing me to think that, right? Because there's a belief behind that and we can change our beliefs too. So, you know, while this is simple, it's not easy, okay? It, it takes <laughs> thought and intention and reflection. Um, but if you are really in the victim orientation, it's worth doing the work, right? Take some deep breaths. <laughs> in the process, <laughs> Just take some pause, take some deep breaths, and just, you know, don't let it weight you down, right? Just take some breaths and and clear your head, right? Because that's a part of shifting your attention. Um, and think about what are you most afraid is going to happen? Yeah. You know, that's a big part of it because a lot of this is driven by fear, right? And we don't step into our power because we're afraid of what that means or what we might have to do or what we may have to learn. So a lot of it comes back to what are you afraid? Ask yourself, what am I afraid is going to happen here if I do something different, right? If I step out of this and I want to create my life, what am I afraid of? Um, and recognize the strengths you have because you have a lot of strengths. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, exactly. And you can leverage those strengths in any situation, right? Um, and then just trust your inner wisdom. You know, those are some things that you can do too. If you're just go, that's the part of going inside is trusting your intuition, trusting your inner wisdom, what you know, right? Matters most and what you really want. Absolutely. Those are great recommendations mm-hmm. of you know, the victim orientation. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so this, let's talk about what happens if you don't just kind of change this orientation. If you ignore what we're saying. <laughs> if you ignore what you're saying. Like, <laughs> we'll tell you what will happen. Well, you know, if you don't take your focus off, you know, what's happening to you in the circumstances, you're going to fall deeper and deeper into what is known as the dreaded drama triangle. Now, this is that term was coined by uh, Stephen Cartman. And it's where you continue to play the role of the victim and your circumstances, your circumstances are your persecutor and they dominate, they dominate how you look at your life. And then you look to other people and you look to other things like food and alcohol and drugs to rescue you. Like you just want someone to take it away. Yeah. And then that becomes a pattern, right? So the dreaded drama triangle is really powerful. It is, and you can actually play any one of those roles, but we're not going to go into that today. <laughs> too deep. It's too deep. Yeah, something is always, you know, it, it's a lot. There's a lot here. But the thing is to just realizing, right, that you've got that situation. So imagine, imagine um, what it would be like, right, to just like create and live the life that you really want, right? Mm-hmm. Where you are looking through the windshield you're driving your life forward. You're in control. You have the power. Just imagine how freeing that feels, right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, being that creator of your life and just knowing that you can make any choice you want to make and you're in the driver's seat, you know? And it doesn't matter what's coming up around you because you can make different choices. You can make a choice in any moment, right? To, to be different and to grow and to um, create that life, right? And the circumstances that we face are really challenges, 
right? There, it's not something that is persecuting me. Now it's a challenge. It's a, like an opportunity to grow and That's evolve right. and move to the next level and, you know, and develop new skills, right? Um, and, you know, we can tap into resources that can coach us and guide us and, and help us navigate those things that are calling us forth that are challenging us, right? And, and still be that creator and not fall into that victim. So we can really stand in our personal power Mm -hmm. and leverage that power to move forward. Right. And, and this is like when we're becoming that creator and leveraging our circumstances as challengers and really looking to coaching to help support us to move us forward. This is moving from that dreaded drama triangle into the empowerment dynamic. And um, it's uh, David Emerald Walmeldorf who wrote the book, Ted, The Empowerment Dynamic. And that's the book that my coach gave me. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a book. It's written like a fable. It's really easy to read. And it is just jam-packed full of wisdom and knowledge around this whole dynamic and, you know, how to own your own um, power to make your own choices and really live in that empowering place. I just love it because it's three simple th- things on both, mm-hmm. right? And you just flip it. Yeah. It's so like a- whenever you feel like you're in that whole victim orientation, you can take that and you can just flip it in your mind to coach, challenger, creator. You know, and it's just. It's it's not that, like you said earlier, Tracy, it's sort of simple, but there's a lot of layers to it. But the first thing is becoming aware, Yeah, you know, becoming aware. Yeah. And, and just not be a victim. Don't yes. be a victim. And I mean, you know, I think this is really pertinent given the last year and a half we've had. Yep. You know, there are people who have been the victim of COVID, who have played the victim, right? This has all happened to be, it's awful, like chicken little. The sky is falling, you know, and, and it's not to downplay the significance of what happened. Right. I don't mean to say that, but there are other people who said, wow, this is an opportunity, right? This is changing things in the world. This is changing things in my life for the better. There are things that have happened that would never have happened. A lot of silver linings. Exactly. And so that's the difference between being a creator and saying, wow, you know, this is an opportunity for me to shift my life. There are people who no longer have to go into an office who said, I don't really want to live where I'm living. I'm going to I'm going to move, right? Like I, I, can, I can move. I can work from home and I can live someplace. I'm going to be the creator of my life. I'm going to change things. So I mean, these are kind of, you know, just some examples, Um, but that, you know, was something that happened to all of us, but how we reacted, how we responded came from two different kinds of orientation. Mm -hmm. One being a creator and another can be, you know, being a victim. Being a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. So we're going to leave you with this quote by Viktor Frankl. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. It's just so powerful. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'll see you next time. Stay safe and healthy and... That's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, folks. See you later. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. 
we are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.